What's up? We going? Back on the Zoom. Well, welcome back to the uh, OFPL Draft Podcast. Your one-stop shop for uh, juicy, juicy tips on how to draft. You guys excited? (laughs) We got your tips. We got your tips. We got your tricks. We got your goss. We got your bants. We got everything. Wow. Well, not everything. Oh, that's all we need. That's all we need. Yeah. In the place to be, of course. (laughs) Boys, how you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. What about you, Hato? Yeah, I'm going all right, mate. You know, just same old, same old, loving lockdown life, you know? But excited, boys. We're getting close. Draft day for us. I know. Like two days, three days away, two days away. What is it now? I can't even keep track myself. So It's Tuesday. We're drafting Friday Aussie time. So it's close. I looked at the draft website the other day, and you know how it does the countdown to the draft? Yeah. And I saw that. I was like, oh, baby, we're coming back. (laughs) She's got it projected on your wall. (laughs) <laughs> I'm getting those like draft tingles, boys. You know the tingles. Oh, yeah, it comes mainly from the groin area. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, very distinct. Just, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> of course, just the tips. That's what we're going to give you today. Well, um, for those who don't know, uh, this might be a late intro, but we cover the uh, draft format of uh, the fantasy Premier League. And uh, today we're going to be covering our second episode um, of the preseason. Um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to Ep One yet, there was some a more in-depth coverage of transfer news there. Um, but for now, we're going to be talking about in this ep, we're going to cover uh, preseason form for all the teams, um, focusing more on some of the uh, the big teams, and moving on to whatever transfer news has happened in the last week, uh, the done deals, and a couple of uh, rumors. Then we'll go into uh, the promoted teams. Miley G is going to cover that. He's done an in-depth analysis of uh, the championship, which is very exciting. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, and then finally, we're going to cover off what we missed last step in positions, which is mids, defenders, goalkeepers. So pretty much everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. It's going to be great. The goalkeepers, I've done a really in-depth analysis this year. I don't know why. I just got... just. just just stuck into it. I've got, it's got some deep. theories. It's got deep. It's yeah. Got deep. I had a look at your notes and you guys should definitely stick around for that because, yeah, Whitey has gone <laughs> into it. For a man who traditionally says, just pick my keepers last, there's only like 10 points between them. This is a real big swing. This is a change. Well, I'm a big yeah. swinger. Well, you know that much. You know what it was though? It was just having Martinez last year. Ever since he's had him, he's just like, I'm all about goalkeepers. <laughs> oh God, he was so good. He was so good. I love him, man. We should have side bets with the listeners of of at what round Whitey's going to draft a goalkeeper. Um, when does yeah, he sure. go? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Pick it. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Send them through to our socials, and um, we'll uh, we'll let you know after the draft. Yeah, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just do what they say. <laughs> I'll just pick <laughs> where, my goalkeeper where they say. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Boys, we got to do snack chat differently again this week, which is boring. Um, normally, this segment brings much joy, um, as I'm sure it still will. But uh, this this segment covers, well, basically, we bring in a drink and a snack each week. And normally, one of us does it and we all rate it. But at the moment, we're just snacking ourselves because we're in lockdown. It's very boring. We have to do all this over Zoom. So 
So we're just going to berate it, not rate it, yeah? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> all right, well, top of my screen is going to go first. Hito, what did you what did you bring yourself tonight? So I need a bit of comfort for the for the lockdown boys. So I, I've just got myself a, a full bottle of uh, Pinot Grigio white wine. Oh, baby. No Ooh. glass needed, just drinking straight from the bottle. <laughs> Man, the swagger. Okay. And that's really given off, that's given off some serious lockdown vibes, eh? <laughs> exactly. And I've, I've followed the trend of last week with some sweetening food. Uh, I've got some lint dairy milk chocolate to, wow. to snack on in between as a pre-dinner snack. We have I was going to say that is an interesting pre-dinner snack. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, Miley G., What's in your place to be this week? Man, Hito, full full marks for going proper ghetto on us with your drinking out of the wine bottle. Um, I've <laughs> actually joined you. Bag. Yeah. It reminds me of that Snapchat last year when we were drinking out of Macca's cups, those rums. That was oh, fire, right? Eh? That was a dream. <laughs> that was but, um I promise this wasn't scripted, but I've actually, I've gone to wine as well, but I've got a red wine. It's... um. Ooh. It's it's Rubo de Gala from Portugal, Ooh. and um, yeah, it's it's just it's beautiful. I've had it before, and full props to my girlfriend. Shoutouts out to Sarah. Yeah, she got me onto it. Oh, nice, nice. All right, crack it, crack Looks it. Tasty. What are you what are you snacking on? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got some I got some eights here. I've got the Cobb's popcorn. I know oh, you love that white. I love that shit. All right, yeah. well, I'll round this out with yeah. the. Uh, what do you got, mate? Mate, I've made myself a spicy pineapple margarita. Oh, fancy. Mm. Oh, fancy. 10 out of 10. 10 10. I've done, you can get this smoked sea salt as well. So I've done the smoked sea salt around the top. And I've been experimenting in my lockdown life with some cocktails. And I've made a jalapeno pineapple syrup. And so basically the pineapple syrup is spicy. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, and did you have a jalapeno hanging on the glass there too? Did I say? Oh, yeah, baby. We'll get one for the socials, hey. And uh, my uh, my snack, I've gone nacho cheese. Yeah. I so love you that. You Doritos. Go class, you go classy at one end and just complete just trash at the other end. Hey, it's a Mexican theme. <laughs> Although I'm not sure Doritos is that Mexican, but apologies <laughs> to Mexicans. But... You know, I'm psyched. All right, let's take a quick photo of this. Yeah, I've got it actually ready. All right, you want to do it. this? Full props, boys, for the gram. Yeah, I got it. All right, boys. Ooh, that's good. Sorry to the listeners, we had to it. pause there. Let's get into this preseason. Guys, I'm going to go through alphabetically just so it's not biased in any way. Um, now I've got a, I've gone through and I found some stats here from the pre-seasons of all the teams. Um, mm-hmm. and to kick us off, we're going to go into Arsenal. Uh, cool. Milo, do you want to, uh, do you want to start off with a bit of their, uh, form in their fixtures? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think they all are right. So, first, um, right? They did. Yeah. Um, Hips. and they actually got, but they lost. Yeah, I know. They uh they got drilled two one um so we all love that um but Smith well, do we got all, the goals do we all I nearly said we should skip we... over this team but I know I'm actually glad we didn't now. Oh, it's Miles' favorite team so I thought let's give it to him 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the joke just never ends, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Mate, we've got to have runners going throughout the seasons. Hey, I might subscribe to Arsenal Fan TV, but I'm definitely not a fan of Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Smith Smith Rowe actually got the goal. So we all kind of were, had our eye on him for most of last season, but, but he never fully got going. So maybe something to look at because, you know, they kind of need that that dynamic playmaker, which we know that he can be. So I'm definitely going to keep my eye on him. I won't be drafting him, but, you know, if he's available when he's got a bit of form, I might be looking at it. Mm. Um, and then they drew two all to the Rangers, um, which um, Nikita, Nikita, like, yeah. I mean... Well, why don't you I don't just know run us through some of the results there, Milo, and then maybe we'll just mm-hmm. go through the top scorers. At the yeah, end, sure, sure. You reckon? Yeah. So, so they they drilled Millwall four um, one, and then they did the same to Watford, and then uh, the the boys in blue beat them two one. Fuck yes. And uh, then the Spurs actually lost, uh, beat them last night. I think wasn't it? Yeah, it was last night. Yeah. Or last night for us. Um, mm. Yeah, for me. So form players here. Uh, Pepe, I mean, the goals have been pretty spread um, across these fixtures because they've clearly scored quite a few with two uh, 4-1 victories. But uh, Pepe's got a goal and two assists. Uh, Nketiah has two goals. Lacazette, two goals as well. And uh, Aubameyang's got two assists. And Pepe's an interesting one, isn't he? Because he did have about a month worth of um, form at the end of last season. And yeah, he's continued yeah. it into this pre. So, you know, what are you guys thinking about that? Like, are you five goals looking to draft games. him? It was five goals in four games and he definitely came into favour. I'm always wary about Arsenal. Um, mm. I'm not sure that they've done enough to keep up with the other big teams in this offseason. Like, there's been some money yeah. spent and one of the only teams that I'm really not like, they've solidified some stuff, but I'm not sure they've, given themselves too much excitement up front. Mm. So, mm. I mean... Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I I feel like I'd be approaching him as like kind of that an okay potential like mid-table type um, option in midfield that you might snag like in round, I don't know, six or seven, seven or something. Seven or eight. I yeah. thought you were calling yeah. Arsenal mid-table. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, well, good, good, good. <laughs> Basically. But I think that's where they're at. Like, it's someone where you're not jumping on early, but you're like, okay, this guy could maybe get me, if he has a good season, it might pull out 10 goals. Um, you never know. But it's if it swings the other way, I'm not going to bank too early in my rounds to to swing on him, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's just your kind of two main hitters that you'd probably want to draft somewhere between what, say, round two to five, which would be Aubameyang and Lacazette. That's yeah. that's what I'd probably be yeah. looking at. And then, and then, yeah, probably just Pepe. And I'd be interested to get on Ben White um, possibly a little bit later as a defender. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Kato? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's, it's not an early defender pick, but when you're starting to fill out and you want starting defenders, like from slightly bigger teams, they're going to win more of their games than not. Um, yeah, but they just don't keep a lot of clean sheets as we've seen. So we'll have to no. see if the if if the leakage stops. Yeah, they've reinforced with a bit. They've they've signed another uh, you know defender. Mm. Um, 
So, well, they signed Ben White. Yeah, White and that Tavares um, guy. Oh, sorry, that, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him, but they're obviously making up for some defensive um, blocks. But yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, yeah, it was Nuno Tavares from Benfica. Yeah. was the signing. That's uh, it. So, yeah, he's not a, a blow away defender, but we'll see what happens there. Um, okay, now moving on to Aston Villa. Um, this they're quite an interesting team to me this season. I think everyone's going to be watching them. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of fantasy potential too. It's not just boring players that they're potentially loading into their team. There's um, that don't don't just bring returns for goals and assists. I think there's a lot of more of a spread in that team um, than we've had mm. previously. Like it was literally basically Grealish and Watkins that you, and if you got lucky with the um, Trezeguet or L. El Ghazi. El Ghazi for a little bit. That's it. I couldn't remember his name. Um, they've they've beaten Warsaw 4-0, which is pretty big. Um, then they've taken Stoke City, beat them 2-0. Uh, they beat Bristol City 3-0, and they won 3-1 against uh, Salern- Salern- Salernitana. Yeah, never heard of them. <laughs> That was a hard one. Yeah. I should have left that one for <laughs> they, you. They haven't put the hardest uh, preseason fixtures on their list, but, you know, they're, they're getting some goals in there, you know. But, so. but if you look at it, I'm seeing as, you know, we're going to get to this later, but Ings already on the score sheet there. Yep, he's, he is. He, he've only, he's only just moved there and he's already on the score sheet. So, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I think the the biggest question there with Ingsy would be um, the Ings Watkins battle. You know, shit. are those points going to be shared? Um, is Watkins going to go as high as I actually thought he would before Ings signed? Um, mm. Yeah, there's a lot of big questions there. I yeah, well, Watkins has been one of the outstanding performers. He's got three goals and two uh, assists. Uh, in the preseason, which is already continuing what was a pretty good prem season for him. And I think a lot of people have said that they reckon it's going to be a big season for him. But one of the big talking points is Jack Grealish provided most of the assists to him um, during last season. Uh, Without Jack Grealish, is he going to be as good? But I'm seeing here that Buendia has assisted, who is the replacement for Grealish, who... Yeah, has assisted Watkins twice already in preseason. So mm. maybe maybe he's already linking up well with Watkins, and we won't see a dip just because Grealish is gone. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's going to be one we're going to need to dive into for sure um, when we hit kind of midfielders yeah. and yeah, and chat through deeper on the transfers. But yeah, I think that form though is already really good signs, and I think that will fuel um, some good discussions on where they go. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And just um, kind of just to, to round out um, Aston Villa, I'd say that, you know, Watkins, Ings, Wendita, and then all of the Aston Villa defence, you should be considering drafting if the, if the opportunity arises at the right time. Not a lot has changed. Well, one big thing has changed, but I think defensively not a lot has. So, yeah, I do agree with you, Miles. Mm. Um, okay, now on to Brentford. Um Maybe we can cover a bit of um, our promoted teams throughout this. Um, yeah, definitely. So we'll start with their form in preseason. Um, Hito, mm. can you run us through just uh, their results? Yeah, 
definitely. Um, quite a few games so far. Um, so they beat uh, Wimbledon 1-0. Um, they beat Boreham Wood 2-0. Um, they beat Watford 3-1. Um, so it's not a bad um, opposition. They drew with mm. United 2-2. Um, they lost 1-0 to West Ham and they won 2-1 against Valencia. Um, so they've had some good opponents, like as we compare to yeah. Aston Villa, who are trying to give themselves some nice, easy <laughs> off-season yeah. games. Um, not bad. And there's, yeah, so not a crazy amount of goals um, in, in some of those mm. games. Um, a little bit more low scoring, um, but definitely stuff to talk through because we've got the likes of, of Tony. Um, I think he's a forward. He's got three goals, one assist. Canos with three assists, Stevens with two assists. Um, yeah. So yeah, a few a few names popping up there. Well, Miles, why don't you run us through yeah. um, what you know what Brentford was about last season? Um, yeah, so Brentford across the championship, they scored seventy nine goals, which was the highest goal scored in the championship, and it's it's actually a really good feat. Seventy nine, um, they conceded forty two. And they kept 17 clean sheets. So not too bad with clean sheets, but I wouldn't be banking on their defense because Brentford is actually a team uh, similar to Leeds. And I think that they're going to, they're going to actually shock quite a few opponents with goals. So I'd be really wanting to, especially for, from a draft stand standpoint, be focusing on these three players, which, you know, Tony, um, who Hito mentioned, um, he, he played 45 games and he scored 31 goals with 10 I assists. I saw that. It's huge. So if, if you had him, in, if he continues even maybe three quarters of that form, yeah, uh, I think that you'd be really in a good position. I've kind of heard like a theory that like when, uh, you know, promoter teams coming up and there's someone scoring really well in the championship, halve whatever they did. So yeah, last yeah. season, I agree with that. And, we... and then you might see what they might do in the prem. And there's no guarantees in that. That's just a theory. But for me, it's actually, no. But that's a good. It puts you in perspective a bit because a lot of people might get very, very excited seeing those numbers and draft him too early, and they might get yeah. rewarded. You know that is very good form. But I think most fantasy managers, if you're playing it safe, should look at it like, okay, he's going to score half of that and mm. see where he en- ends up in your kind of plans. Yeah. And I think a perfect comparison here is Ollie Watkins. He mm. did well in the championship with Brentford, got signed by Villa um, into a more established team, and he did pretty well last year. Um, yeah. I can't remember the exact number of goals he got off the top of my head, but it was like 12 to 15 or something like that. I'll give it to you. And um, it could have been a lot more. I mean, he yeah. hit the bar like five or six times, the most number of any Premier League player last season. 100%. Yeah. But I think good, the interesting stat, Miles. There we go. He's, he's got the stats on hand. But I think what's um, a call out there is that he went from a team that got promoted into an established, probably stronger team with Villa. Whereas we've seen it with Puki, for example, two seasons ago, killed it in the championship, came up with Norwich, got maybe 10 goals or something early on, and then Norwich were just demolished in the league as a team. Yeah. So I would be sitting somewhere between that, those two scenarios with this. 
Um, totally. Best, you know, it's it's hard to say people can come up and do it, but then they're doing it with the same team. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, 14 goals, nine assists uh, last season for Watkins. Yeah. So, Between my 12 and 15, perfect. What a, what a guess. Mate, <laughs> you don't guess, you know. We just don't guess know. here. We don't I know. Guess here I know the course. range. We just I know, know the range. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and yet, you... sorry, go ahead. You Mark. go. Yeah. No, I was, I was just going to say, like, even if, even if that's true, if he gets half of what, um, you know, he, he did last season, that's still 15 goals and five assists. So that'd be a pretty good return from someone that I'm guessing will be starting to go in about round four, I would say, maybe at the end of round three. Um, but I think that he'd probably be gone by the end of round four. And I think worth saying uh, we are com- we're in a seven-man league, if so we mm. we base all of our, that kind of judgment off the fact that we have seven players. So for us, what is fourth round might be different for other players out there. So good to pr- just preface Definitely. That, um, now before we make any more judgments and people think fourth <laughs> round, there's only three players. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, or I've got 16 yeah. players in my league. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then, yeah, just to, just to finalise um, Brentford, I'd, I'd be looking at two midfielders, which would be um, Sergi Canos, who you mentioned, Hito, with nine goals and eight assists last year and with a bit of potential to get more, and also um, Brian Mbwembo. So he's, um, he's got eight goals and, and ten again, assists. So those Mbwembo. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I'm sorry like to hear him say it again. Yeah, you put him under pressure, making him doing it twice there. Yeah, yeah. look, I like. I, I'm probably not saying it right, but you know, I don't even say Kane right, so you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? That's a, that's allowed. <laughs> All right, boys, let's move into Brighton. Now, I, I, yeah. I feel like talking about Brighton a little bit. I'll go into their form first, but they seem to be an interesting team this season. Um, they've drawn in preseason with Rangers nil all. Uh, they beat Luton Town 3-1 and they lost to uh, Getafe 2-0. So not amazing preseason form. But they were very solid defensively last season towards the end. Um, and there's a couple of players I'd be uh, taking interest in uh, for just for that team. I just think that they're going to do better. I think they were the team with the most draws as well. They've not really lost a they lot. They did. They lost Ben White, which, you know, we'll see what the effect of that is. Yeah. But if Brighton can swing even a couple more of those games into wins and, and a bit better finishing, there could be some interesting points and some interesting swing players, uh, I'd call them, for draft. Yeah. I don't know. Matt, I'm, I'm a bit on the fence about Brighton. Uh, they could either go, they could take that little step up or... They could just really like lose the reins and, and just go straight into relegation. Um, they really didn't look like they could build upon what they had last year with those draws. So um, we'll have to see. But uh, for me, I'm not super excited about many of their players from fantasy, to be honest. I wouldn't say I'm excited. So what are we do- but I think that for me, I'm excited by the fact that they won't be in many people's teams. And there is a good chance that they could have a better run this year, in my opinion. So yeah. just like a watch and see type scenario. 
For sure. And there's probably players who'll draft straight up in that team, you know, a couple, at least like maybe a four. Trossard, Lana. Yeah. Um, well, back maybe. But their, their defense, if they can keep it, you know, short up as well, like, oh, damn, I don't have the stat here in front of me, mm. but they had a decent amount of clean sheets in the last season. So it could be interesting. They haven't really had any standouts um, at the beginning of the season. Uh, sorry, in the preseason. Uh, Danny Welbeck is going to miss the start of the season with a hamstring uh, problem. He is, yeah. And Lalan has been playing in the hole in preseason, so maybe that's something uh, to look at for sure. Yeah, that's something to look at. Okay, uh, now Burnley. We don't have to spend long on Burnley here. I'm not even going to run through all the results. No, that's that's a fair fair enough shout. I mean, surprisingly, I see a four nil win, which you don't see often for Burnley. <laughs> um, it, against it was against Colchester, Colchester, though, Colchester United. Yeah. Um, but look, they've had a pretty easy schedule. They've won most of their games. Uh, they beat Newcastle, is probably the most noticeable notable one there. Um, and they just lost their last game there to Cadiz two nil. But they have won most of their games, and yeah, there's one prolific goal scoring result, and the rest look very much like goal. Goal scoring, normal goal scoring results. Um, yeah, Miles, why don't you run through the form players for us? Yeah, I was just gonna, I was gonna butt in anyway because I was gonna say, you know, if Jay Rodriguez starts to get a bit of form, I, I, I'd be keen to jump on him. I, I definitely wouldn't be drafting him, but I do hope that I have a bit of a swing third forward option just so I can get on players um, when they are catching form with good fixtures. And Rodriguez is is that perfect person because I don't think he'll get drafted. Um, well, he's got and four yeah, goals and one assist already yeah. in preseason. Yeah, but I, I still don't think he's going to get drafted in our league. Well, I, I don't. There's think a big so. factor involved here, and and um, you know Chris Wood has been playing for New Zealand in the Olympics, so you know mm. he's he's their main man up front. He's probably just filled. So, I mean, probably. But, you know, if he's got form, then it's hard for Sean Dyke not to actually play him. Yeah, fair enough. Well, you know, Wood's going to miss game week one, but I don't know if that's enough to draft. But we know Jay likes to always tease. He likes to tease us. He likes to lure us in. Yeah, he does, especially with that little, that high knot ponytail he's got. That sexy man bun. God, he wears it well. Um, I think it's. Um, I think Burnley. Besides... Oh yeah, sorry. I was just going to say Burnley defensively, no. if they can manage to, you know, be a bit better than they were last season, they're typically quite. Uh, a good normally, team. a safe option in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like, what, squad. like Pope is definitely like your best best bet into that defense. I think for sure, and you know he's he's in a team where he's only. I'm going to dive a bit into my goalkeeper chat now, but he's in a team where, mm. like, there's only maybe one player that really stands out in that team other than him, um, which is uh, Wood, Chris Wood. I didn't screw it up this time. Um, Chris Wood. So last season, uh, I have the stat here. Um, so Pope got 20 bonus points. And Chris Wood got 16 and no one else was close. And Pope didn't even really have a good season. He was on 144 points. If he can have a slightly better season this year, I think like he's probably one, he's definitely one of the strongest keeper options out there. 
Um, and he faces kind of the same thing that um, that Martinez does and that, like, he doesn't have a lot of competition for bonus. Mm. So it's Martinez true. got 27 bonus points, and we didn't really talk about this during the Aston Villa, but I'll cover it now. He got 27 bonus, which is crazy. But yeah. in that team, he was outperforming most players, and he does stand out a bit. But when you've got players like Edison and I'll only talk about that briefly, but he's never going to get bonus. He got, I think he got three bonus points last season. Yeah, unless they like save a pen or something. It's pretty rare. And 66 saves. So he doesn't get points from saves. He only gets points from clean sheets. That's what you're relying on because the players in the outfield outshine Edison because he never sees the ball, the starters. Mm -hmm. Not saying he's a bad keeper, but he never sees the ball because City is so good. And that Mm. means no bonus. So finding that balance yeah. will be interesting uh, this season for sure between a player that gets bonus, faces saves, and can actually keep a bit of um, a few clean sheets. Okay, moving on. Thanks for letting me rant. <laughs> That's all right. That keeper chat, it's like keeper research, it's in there. Dude, it's in there. It needs to come out. I feel like I'm just, gonna, out. I'm just going to go over my keeper stuff through this. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I think we should talk about it all. We just talk. We'll just intersperse. Yeah, let's do it. Let's. We're, I feel like we're on a nice roll here. Let's. Let's just keep bringing in more of that. Uh, keeper chat, defender chat. Maybe whatever we miss, we can get at the end. Burnley highlights. Well, that's I mean, a good segue, mate. Great segue I, to the best team in the in in England. Maybe actually are. in Europe. In Europe, isn't it? It is Europe. Champions. The job. When's the, when's the Super Cup? The Super Cup is Thursday morning our time. Oh, Tuchel versus Emery. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I mean, look, a lot of our players went deep in the Euros because they're so good. So they're not all back from international duty. Well, they are back, but they're fresh. They're not fit. So I'm not expecting to see too much from some of our best players, but... Well, let's see if you can live up to the standards Liverpool set a few seasons back, pulling off the Champs, Super Cup, FIFA Club World Cup. We'll see. Yeah, no, we will. And I'm very confident. I'm so confident this year. Like, you don't even understand, Hedo. I can't wait till we go to Anfield and fuck you. (laughs) All right, Miles, why don't you do us the honour and tell us about Chelsea's form and... I'm already liking the look of this first oh, one. You don't get to come, you don't come to me. Like, come on. <laughs> All right, so Chelsea, Peter, Peter, Peter Burrow. <laughs> so the almighty Peter Burrow got taken down six-one by uh, the mighty boys in blue, um, and yes. then uh, we beat Bournemouth two-one. Uh, then Chelsea beat Arsenal two-one, which we mentioned, and then we drew um, against Tottenham which uh, was an interesting game, actually. I'm not sure if you guys caught it, but mm. it, was, um, it, was, it, was, it was pretty interesting to see the teams go at each other. Um, one yeah. of the things that really kind of like stood out to me in this preseason was Ziyech. Because, oh, my God, dude. Like we know that he's got it in him and um, he just needs to be given that opportunity. Um, and hopefully he's, he doesn't get a bit of uh, injury like he did last season. And it kind of halted his form because he started so well. And then he kind of just lost his touch when he came back and was competing for his spot again. So that's definitely one to monitor. Um, yeah. I didn't realize he was then, yeah, 28 as, as well. I thought he was like 23. 
He's an old me boy. Me too. Yeah. I, I looked it up randomly the other day because I had night. I saw, I watched the highlights of the Chelsea Tottenham game and I was like, oh, just look up Ziyech and just started reading it. And it was like 28. I was so shocked. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I did not know that. I thought he was young. Yeah, crazy. He has been what? outstanding though. And some of the goals he's scored have been really good. Yeah. But they have been. It's going to be really interesting at Chelsea. And, you know, why don't we just cover it now? But there are so many question marks. Oh, mate. I was going to say, it's, it's a really, yeah, it's just, a really just change, good Just change that three on the start, on the, you know, sponsored jersey just to a big question mark. You've already got the kind of shape going. The Riddler. <laughs> sponsored by the Riddler. It's, it's a good opportunity to kind of dive into a couple of other Chelsea options because, you know, obviously they've been away with Euros and things like that. So I think that we can all agree that Mason Mount is probably the most nailed on Chelsea player to be drafted fairly high up in most drafts. Yeah. You know, he's, he's obviously not a first round pick because he's more consistent than going to get you a massive score. But now I want I want to have a bit of a discussion about the Lukaku, Werner, and Havertz debate. What are we I thinking? Just, it's nerve wracking as fuck to think. I mean, as a Chelsea supporter, I'm psyched to have that much available. But as a fantasy player, like if Lukaku comes and Mount is nailed on, and we play a five two. Five two three or whatever, five two two one or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Where the fuck are all these wingers going to play? Like Havertz for me feels a similar kind of role to Mount. Like mm. they're kind of similar players in a certain way. Then you got like Ziek and Pulisic and Werner and Werner, yeah, who are all kind of like playing winger roles. Like Werner's played a fair bit in preseason, but Ziek is been outstanding and i don't know how you can't yeah. play him i feel like, like he has to move away from the five at the back like he's just got two if he's if he's loving Werner and Havertz, and now he's chucking lukaku in the mix it's like surely he has to change his formation like unless he just yeah one of them really suck, gets lost there uh like who loses out i think mount gives you more work rate in the midfield role than Havertz overall um, so you'd rather him be in the two if that's, you know, or it's, sorry, it's normally Jorginho and Kante, isn't it? And then it was like Mount, yeah. Havertz and Werner. But yeah, like, I don't know what you do. Like, I think you, know, you don't really have, yeah. It's a super nice problem to have. Yeah. But fantasy, maybe... fantasy though, it completely fucks oh. you over until you actually watch a few games. Because have they been playing five at the back all preseason or uh... mixing it up? I actually don't know. He, so he, I haven't seen he did in a couple of he did in a couple of games, but when you're talking about work rate, I definitely want to mention Werner's work rate. And I know that he missed a lot of golden opportunities, and you know he was a massive you know prospect that everyone was hyped up about last at the start of last season. But I still really do believe deep inside that he's going to have a breakout season. Like he just works so hard and he's just got to get a little bit more confidence in front of goals and they're going to come flooding in. Like I, I genuinely believe that. You don't think some of that will shift though to Lukaku with a big well, I think, main man up front? I think that it might even help them both because I think it will give a little bit more definition to Werner's role 
out on the left. Mm. And, you know, instead of him playing on the left, sometimes, sometimes in the center, you know, I, I, I think that it will really define those two roles and they might really like prosper from both of those opportunities. Yeah. He's not just like, Oh, I'm a winger, but I'm also the forward. We don't have a main goal scorer. What do I do? Like, yeah. Yeah. Am I playing false nine? Am I being, you know, the, the, the ball holder up, but you know, I think, and his work rate outside, you know, well, out wide yeah. has just always impressed me. Well, we know how strong Lukaku is with his back to goal. So, you know, if that, that turn he can do at roll defenders and, lay off a ball to a, an on kind of yeah. running Werner is it could be interesting, but I, I would be a little bit scared for me, not being a Chelsea fan who don't know them as well. I'd be scared to be drafting certain players fairly high now. Like Lukaku for me would be quite high. Cause that's a given Havertz mm. Werner a little bit more hesitant to go early ish. And then as you say, Mount would be another player that I'd be, I'd wanting outside of defenders and stuff. Um, yep. It, it just goes back to to Whitey's big call, not big call, but his his kind of um, predicament, which is the drafting dilemmas, and oh. these are all of the dilemmas that we're all facing. And it really it's just brutal. depends of what draft pick you are and what falls before and after you. And you know, if you're in a position where those players are available and you know that they're not going to be available by the time it comes back to you, are you going to take the gamble and that's why you guys are all here listening to the fucking draft boys because we got the information for you. But no, no complete answer. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> plug, shameless plug. Can't guarantee anything. Well, this season will be very different <laughs> for sure. And I know that um, that Werner's going to benefit from something that's been changed to the VAR rules. And I'm sorry I was quiet mm. for a moment there, but I was just double checking the facts. Uh, I don't know if you cut boys know about this, but uh, they're going to be using thicker lines to determine Ooh. offside. Oh, so okay. Basically, it takes a bit of the precision out of it. So, for example, when a toe was ruling a player offside, uh, now it might not because the lines will be thicker. And according to what I've read... Um, it may give the Premier League back about 20 goals. So when you think about the fact that, like, there are lots of... Obviously, there were a lot of penalties last season. Um, And ever since VAR's come in, there's been a lot of pens, so pen takers are very valuable. But it may increase the value of players like Werner, who very much run off the shoulder and uh, would have mm. missed out on quite a few opportunities for being ruled offside when it was very, very close oh, last year. It's notorious for the offside goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's got his name written all over that trophy. So, yeah, that's a good 100%. shout. I like so, that. That's, so, that's interesting. It could be a year of wingers, you know, like the Sullers, your Manes, your Sterlings, um, even or, Son, even James Sancho. Even, yeah. even Fords. Even Fords. Like, even Fords, like, well, Verna is kind of a winger now, but he... If he plays central, which he did for the start of the season, he was um, he was constantly called offside for being that just on the edge. But anyway, that, that should be a very interesting uh, change um, to it this year. So, yeah, just I thought that was worth mentioning because I think that will swing a couple of players into getting a few more points um, and may see a resurgence in forwards' value because we've seen kind of mids being more consistent than forwards in the last little while. 
Yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be yeah, crazy. Okay, next. Oh, should we should we move on? I think we've covered. Yeah, Chelsea. let's do. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. I think worth yeah. saying Chelsea are going to be solid defensively again. Um, that's what uh, was. That's what how he built yeah. his team last year. So, I think that a lot of the players, if you were just looking at the points they scored last season, which I know a lot of people do, and just go, oh, how many points did the Chelsea defenders score? Um, I think you got to remember that Frank wasn't there. Frank was there at the beginning, so they might not be as high up your list, um, it, because their form was so good towards the end of the season. Uh, same goes for Mendy yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, while you're mentioning Mendy, why don't you just take us through um, your goalkeeper stats on him? Because I think that he's someone to to definitely consider as, you know, you know, looking at uh, Edison, you know, he doesn't get a lot of uh, saves or uh, bonus points. I actually remember Mendy being a little bit higher than those, like in those premium goalkeepers. Yeah. So yes, basically. Um... Allison and Mendy edge out Edison in that premium goal, uh, the goalkeeper range. Um, yeah. Edison just only made 66 saves. Mendy and Allison are a good comparison because they both got 140 points. Uh, Allison yeah. had uh, what was not the best defense in front of him this season. Um, he, I mean, we can go into it more when it come to it, but I think it's good to compare them. Just here, definitely, because Allison have got has got thirteen bonus points last season, and which is a pretty big haul of bonus for him. And the reason being because Liverpool's attack was uh, sorry defense was pretty rubbish because of the loss of Vivid and other mm. big injuries in their defense. So he faced way more shots than he normally would have. Um, Allison's a good keeper. He made eighty four saves, which is you know twenty twenty saves more than Edison. Um, last season and managed to keep 10 clean sheets uh, in comparison to Edison's 19 clean sheets, which is crazy, Um, and it got 13 bonus points. Uh, Mendy is very comparable in that he got eight bonus points uh, last season. He got way more clean sheets than uh, Allison was 16, uh, Mm. only made 57 saves and was on 140 points. So that surprises me, that number. Yeah, the 140? No, the 57 saves. It's so low. And that's the thing is when Tuchel came in, there were like no shots on goal. Like the form, we had so many clean sheets and it just was, it was an interesting time. But we kept a lot of clean sheets, you know, were very focused on defense. And Mendy, uh, he kept, I, I can't remember what the record was under... I think, uh, I think all, most of the clean sheets came under Tuchel and he got 16. So it just shows yeah, you massive. the form that Chelsea had uh, once Tuchel came in and, you know, yeah, he's going to have a full season at that this year and it's also um, Tuchel's second year. You, like he, he only got half a season. He did that straight away. So yeah. players haven't changed that much. They're going to be better drilled and they're going to want to win the Prem this year. I just think expect more clean sheets. Anyway, yeah, Mendy could do better than 140 points. Everton, blah blah. Oh, sorry. What about Palace? Oh, did I skip Palace? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, boys, 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 boys. I never want to skip Palace. Oh, please skip him. I think, honestly, we only really need to mention Zaha. I mean, he's the talisman for that team. I wouldn't be picking up any of their defenders. And it's really hard to actually pick up an attacker besides Zaha. And he's had an awesome preseason with four goals. So, yeah. In my opinion, the advice that I'd be giving out to the podcast is if you can get Zaha somewhere in, I'm saying, the start of round three, I think it's a really awesome pickup because, you know, if he stays fit and gets on a bit of form, you know, he's their man. Are you worried about his um, injuries? Yeah, like you've always got to be worried with, you know, a player that has had a few injuries and stuff, but I still think that the risk is worth worth it in the long run. I just want to throw another you know, name out there. Yeah. Tenteke. He had a pretty solid end of last season. He I mean, did. he's not an exciting he option, but as we all know, even just in a seven-man league, forwards are scarce, uh, to say the least. And... Someone like Tekkers, he's got some proven pedigree, and it's been a while, but he was playing quite well at the end of last season and, you know, maybe could benefit under Vieira. I, I, I do agree, but I do have some concerns about the competition that um, Mateta will give to him, and especially with Vieira. I know that he likes to play a younger team, and I know that he'll want to get Mateta off to a good start. He's got so, rid of so many of the old boys. It's crazy. I'm looking yeah, at the names here. So many names. Gary Cahill, Townsend, uh, Nathaniel Klein, who I didn't even know was there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's been there played. a little bit. Scott hard Dan played. is gone, which is sad because we all love Scott Dan. Wayne Hennessy. Yeah. Like these are all free transfers, so it's crazy. James McCarthy, Sarko, Paddy Van Arnholt has moved on. Connor Wickham has finally left Crystal Palace. I mean, he hasn't started a game since, like, fuck, when? It's crazy. Uh, Poor Connor. They're doing a massive clear out there, and they brought in, you know, a couple of young guys, Michael Elise, who is a bit exciting. I think maybe we briefly mentioned him last ep. Yeah, Um, we did, yeah. And uh, Mark Gahey from Chelsea on loan. He's meant to be quite strong up and comer. So that kind of uh, supports your theory on youth. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I think one thing just to shout out as well in terms of I just had a quick look at the minutes. Um, Benteke has only had about 19 minutes in preseason, whereas Jordan, Jordan AU has had the most minutes. Um, what about Mateta? Mateta is kind of uh, – he's up there. He's in the top like kind of eight players of minutes. Okay. Um, so – so maybe I, I actually good advice. Well, no, it, it, it is because he did finish really strong. And I think that he will, like if Crystal Palace are going to go well this season, um, he's going to have to be, find the form that he did have at the end of last season. I just, I, I want to see um, how Vieira actually shapes his team. And I wouldn't be surprised if he really gives Mateta a good run, especially at the start. So, I think it's just one to watch. Very, it's a wait and see situation, and you yeah, know, anything we'd say here would be a uh, a guess. So yeah, I yeah. think in that instance, let's move on. But 
I think very much keep a close eye because there is some exciting talent that has moved to Palace and uh, I think, mm. you know, new management. No, sorry, not new management, new manager. Uh, yeah. Things are interesting. Okay, now we can yep. go to Everton. I did. Yeah. Sorry, Palace well, fans. Another new manager, hey? They've uh, got <sighs> Rafa Carlo. in charge. I, I miss Carlo. Carlo was just like, I'm bored. I want a job. I'll go to Everton. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, what up? A I'll new bring club? in Hammers. I'll look like I'm making some plays. And then he's just like, soz, guys, I'm uh, going to go back yeah. to Real. So I didn't really realize how shit you guys are. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then Hammers is just lost in the bring cold back- of the yeah. ball. Yeah. Bring back uh, Timmy Cahill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So preseason form. Hito, run us through it. Yeah, so they, they've won uh, 3-0 against Agrick and Stanley. Um, they've won 1-0 against Blackburn Rovers. They drew one all um, with Milanaris, whoever that is. Um, they beat Pumas 1-0. Oh, the Pumas. Oh, yeah. um, I roughly translate Milanarios. Yeah. Millionaires. Millionaires. The millionaires. <laughs> the millionaires. <laughs> And they beat, they drew they one all in the millionaires. Yeah. And then they got pumped by United just the other day, um, who were on fire. So, um, not looking too good for Rafa's boys. Mm. And not a lot of stats thrown out in terms of players. Like, I need two players with one goal, one assist. So, for me, obviously, Richarlison has just come, had the Olympic run. I'd be slightly worried about him having. Copa America and then the Olympics. I don't know how you boys feel about Richarlison, but I'm worried about fatigue there. No, I completely agree. Like, you know, that gold medal might weigh heavy around his neck during yeah. halfway through the season. We might see an injury at some point. Yeah. Uh, I think worth mentioning, and maybe this could be one of the, you know, obviously there's DCL who's going to be an interesting um, topic, but Rafa, I think, is going to favour a defensive style. I think they'll be more mm. solid at the back with Rafa and maybe an Everton defence could be an option this year. Yeah, especially when you look at Pickford. I think he was the, the goalkeeper of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he was. I, th- I think he, he let in, what, like four goals, wasn't it? Three or four goals the whole tournament? Yeah, he was on and, fire. Um, yeah, I think he'd be someone to look at. I've changed my tune. I've changed my tune. As soon as he grew hair, he's a new player to me. This <laughs> <laughs> twin brother, I, sw- I swear, it's not It's not Jordan Pickford. If he starts wearing a hat, then he'll be sold on him. Oh, mate, I'll, buy, sh- say, I'll buy his jersey if he wears a hat. We didn't get to do any hat oh, chat. Wow. Quote. We didn't do any hat chat last year. There was no hats. Was there no, like one sunny day no in hats. England? I know. Maybe it's the, I don't know, reflections from the crowds. I think I know why. Because one of the big hat wearers <laughs> is Hendo. Henderson. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. He didn't get his Yeah. It's true. All right. All right. Um, yeah, does anyone, Miles, you were, were you a DCL owner last year? I wasn't, no. Um, I, I did try and trade for him for a bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree um, with with Rafa looking at a more defensive strategy. And I'm just not sold um, in the fact of the Richarlson and the DCL being as potent as they were last season um, because of that. But it is still kind of one to watch. And I think 
even with a bit of fatigue from the two tournaments that Richarlison had, I think those two guys are still um, quite high up in draft picks. You know, I'm not saying the first two rounds, but, you know, the the round three and round four, I think they'll go. And Richarlison's probably a little bit more of a gamble, but he does, he's on pens. So you can't take that away from him. No, and that's that's a factor that everyone should be thinking about is yeah. pen takers mm. because there are a lot more pens than yeah. there used to be, especially at United. Um, all right, Leeds United. <clears throat> they uh, they drew one all at Blackburn. I've seen Blackburn a couple of times. They've really been going around. Mm. Bit of a town bike. Um, Leeds <laughs> beat Real Betis 3-2. Um, and then they lost 4-0 to Ajax. Does make a little bit of sense there. And then drew 2 all with Villarreal. So I just see the same roller coaster that we saw all last season in their preseason yeah. results. But, um, yeah, real, real standouts for them have been Bamford with two goals and Klitsch with two goals. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's really that's really been the main source for them. Um yeah, I feel a lot. Potentially, we could have very much of a similar season to last. Like their style's not cr- changing crazily. I don't think they punched too hard last year. I think they did exactly what we expected of them. Um, I'd be for only one season in the um, prem. I'd be quite comfortable with approaching them with a bit of trust for consistency. I don't know how about you boys feel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And I think it's a perfect opportunity to go into the, the Dallas conversation. You know, so he's obviously switched from a defender to a midfielder. Um, I think that that does hampen his prospects for this season. But you can't take away from him, um, you know, just being a, a midfielder and someone that you can kind of rely on for some assists and goals. What do you guys think about that conversation? Uh, yeah, Dallas is interesting. I mean, I had Dallas last season, uh, and clearly, you know, he was awesome. He was, I think, the sixth highest mid um, for the season. Uh, played a lot Defender. of minutes. Yeah. He um, mm. he scored eight goals, three assists, and you know what? That's good. That's good stats for a midfielder. So he, I think, what will be good for a lot of Dallas will be funny in a way, I think, because I think everyone has those players in their leagues that aren't paying as much attention and look at the points. And I think he actually benefits players that pay more attention this yeah. year. So, you know, the people that haven't really paid attention to the fact that he's switched from a defender to a mid are going to get fooled by him and he's going to get drafted in probably a lot of leagues by someone who just is not paying attention and that just mm. means you can make a more educated pick. I yeah. just don't. I think he's going to go early, earlier than he should in most uh, leagues. I I agree. I, I agree. think you've also got to think that he's going to basically if you made him a bid last season. He loses about thirty six points from that total. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So drops him down a little bit. Um, yeah, a little bit. Fuck. A long it's still, still a solid score, like in the 140s or so. Um, you know, that's still pretty solid. Um, yeah, especially overall. for a promoted team with midfielder, 100%. Yeah, but then you wonder as well, like how many bonus were tied into those clean sheets when he didn't score? Yeah. 
you know, it, it could potentially be a bit more. So you've got to view him as kind of a one, maybe 120 to 140 type player instead of to yeah. see the 170 and go, Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. One other, sure. I, th- I think we discussed uh, Furpo last season. Uh, mm. He's got an assist in preseason. Sorry, last step. I think um, he's already got an assist and slots right into the attacking style. Yeah. I think he, he, he does sound quite it quite enticing and he did get some starts at Barca I, I think so too I actually didn't realize that they let Alioski go he didn't he wasn't a transfer out he was released interesting um, yeah which I was surprised at because I thought he was okay but maybe they knew <laughs> this guy was coming in and well it's a it's a huge transfer I think I, yeah uh, and it looks like they've benefited from the fact that Barca are trying to get rid of everyone on their pay uh, yeah. paycheck so I think that's he's going to get drafted for sure. Mm. Um, not going to get a lot of con- clean sheets, but can contribute a lot. Yeah, that's uh, Leicester, backs. Milo, you are a Leicester fan. Let's get into Leicester. They've played quite a few preseason matches. Why don't you run us through? Yeah, totally. You know, I'm a big Leicester fan, even though they beat us in uh, the FA Cup. It was um, unfortunate, but we uh, won the Champions League, so all good. Um, <laughs> they drew to Burton Albion, still uh, foul. All. <laughs> um, then Wickham Wanderers actually beat them 1-0 which was a really interesting result I don't think they played a full squad um, they drew 3-3 with Queen QPR, Queen's Park Rangers um, they got their first win against Villa Real 3-2 and they just beat Man City in the Community Shield um, which I thought was a huge result even though I had a look at the lineup, and obviously Man City don't have all their players back but you still beat Man City and their B team is pretty much better than most Premier League starting teams. So yep. it's a very good feat to them. Um, with form, i got to go to my boy. I mean, Kalichi Iniacho, I think that he is going to have another good season. He, he didn't really play half of last season. And the second half, I think I remember doing some stats. He scored like, 120 points in the last like 14 or 15 games. It's crazy. Or maybe it was 100, you know, and he was averaging yeah, it like say it won you the league, Miles? Would it say it won you the league? That pickup definitely, definitely won me the league. It cemented it, you know. Um, and um, <laughs> I, I've been looking at getting Kalichi Iniacho shirts after last season. Oh, no. No. He fucking, I, I'm in love with the guy. Like, okay, take it easy. Well, with a mate, name, Kalichi. Kalichi mate, I, hate to, I hate to burst your bubble. Two goals he scored in preseason have been pens. I know, I saw that. And, and it was when Vardy wasn't on the field. <laughs> yeah, he came on as a substitute. Mate, stats don't lie though, okay? All right. Look, <laughs> I think you could... Two goals. I don't know. I think he's similar to... I don't, I don't, I know I'll probably cough some shit for this, but he's similar to Dallas in a way. And it's not a position change, but probably benefit. Formation. From, yeah, formation and, you know, a little bit of Vardy injuries and a little bit of uh, injuries throughout the Leicester squad. I mean, Harvey Barnes was injured for a lot of the end of the last season. Was, and that yeah. is exactly when Ian Archer came in. And 100% I agree that, like, there's going to be a choice made at Leicester about whether he's starting Harvey Barnes or Ian Archo, but I just think the risk is higher um, 
at this point. I've definitely got my goggles on, haven't I? I've got my Kalichi goggles on. I think you do, bro. You got the gogs on. Bring, stop, bring stop. me da- back down to earth, boys. No, we're, no, I like this. Can you please stay this? I, I want to. I want this to carry over to Friday. We'll yeah, bring yeah, you yeah. Down, we'll it. bring you down to earth yeah. after Friday. Yeah. First round, baby. First round. <laughs> and there's more. There's more competition for that position this year. And we mentioned him briefly last pod, but Pat's and Ducker. He's already got a goal to assist. Um, there could be more rotation there. Vardy's obviously the favourite, but he's getting older. I yeah. think the word is risk at this point. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But besides from attacking potential, uh, potential that we've looked at. Um, defense is kind of been Leicester's bread and butter um, for many years now. And, you know, you know, Schmeichel's and, you know, all of their back four uh, are definitely worth drafting. Dude, Bertrand's come in, two assists. Yeah, Bertie. Do you think he's a starter? Maybe. Yeah. I'd sh- have got a couple he's... of young guys. I don't know, yeah. man. I feel a bit worried about their defense. Um, they've had Fafana... Uh, who was a young centre back for them last year? Get his leg broken in the preseason game. Um, yeah. James James Justin is out for unknown return date. Johnny Evans is out for about the first four games. Um, Doesn't I don't know. Good. I don't know. It, I think the wing backs. I think Bertram will definitely probably he might get some game time. But it looks like Pereira and Castagna were some of the preferred wing backs. Mm. And they're fine, so I think they could be okay. But Overall, as a defensive mm. unit, depends who they bring in as their Fafana. It sounds like they're going to buy someone. Yeah, I heard that too. So uh, I didn't know about Johnny Evans. That actually changes a lot because I think he's like, you know, essential. How, how injured is he? He's a, it says he's going to miss the first like f- four games at this stage um, or three games. Yeah, right. So that's well, just a fantasy site number. But I think. We'll as, as experienced fantasy draft players, we can all see that as maybe opportunity. And people should be paying attention to the fact that people that might pick up Leicester defenders in those first four game weeks might be going, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm not getting yeah. much points from these defenders. And then, you know, Evan's coming back into the squad. Maybe you could snag one of those Leicester players as a backup option. Um, yeah. Okay, let's go on to our next team and uh miles i'll defer to you for this one liverpool talk about a lot of preseason man it's Fucking been hell. overwhelming um to be honest not too many crazy opponents um it's been a bit of a mix um but we drew 1-1 um against i don't know who this is wacker innsbruck um <laughs> In Salzburg, we drew 1-1 with Stuttgart, beat Mainz by one goal, um, lost 4-3 to Hertha Berlin. Wow. Um, beat, played Bologna twice, beat them 2-0, then 1-0. Then we drew 1-0 with Atletico Bilbao. And then just the other day, we beat um, Osuana. Um, I can't remember the score, though, to be honest. off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, that's a few goals. So... You know, few wins, few draws, a weird loss to Hertha. Yeah, easing back Free Van Dyke and Gomez as well. They've been getting some minutes, which is good to see. That is going to be um, very interesting to see what that does. Um, I, th- I think one of the biggest um, shout-outs from preseason is just in this last game, Andy Robertson got injured. 
Um, How badly? He doesn't need surgery, but it could be a while. So it could be a little while. Um, okay. So I'd be looking at uh, Simicas as a left back who's looked really good in preseason. Simicas. Okay. I don't know that name. That one has slipped by the right under the radar for me. Um, okay. Question for you then. I'm seeing that Mane has three goals, one assist there. Um, not really seeing Salah's name at all. Mm. Now, Salah's obviously one of our top picks. Um, if I'm looking at the draft ranks here for midfielders, uh, or even just in general, if we're looking, if we're looking at the draft rank on the fantasy website, Salah's number two and Mane's number four. Both of those players have Africa Cup of Nations. They, they do, do, yeah. I'd be slightly worried about that. I don't think they're going to go too far in those because it's like, well, those t- their team, Senegal and Egypt, aren't the best. Mm. Um, but, yes, you could be losing them for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, okay. Worth noting. And that seems quite high as a draft rank for Mane. Yeah, I think it's a little high. He had a pretty shit season last year. Um, but it's one of those ones where it's does it lure, lure you in and thinking, okay, he might be low priority for some and have a good season. Or, um, but he has looked good in the preseason games. But yeah, there's three been goals f- and an assist is pretty juice. Yeah, and I think the shout with that of especially with the Africa Cup of Nations coming up is some of the supporting players have looked really good, like Minamino, Harvey Elliott. Um, well, Minamino's I, back. Yeah, he's back on from loan. Um, so they've looked really good. Ox has looked a bit pretty good too. So it'd be interesting to see. And Jota obviously as well. Now he's back in the squad. So I think it'll be good to watch that if they when they disappear. Okay. Um, but yeah. I just remembered as well, Bobby got two goals in this last game for preseason, Bobby Firmino. And Minamino got one as well, I think. so. Good. I hope that that will mean people go, oh, Bobby Firmino, I'm going to pick him up early again and he'll do fuck all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, any other big notes for you, Hito? That's mostly it, mate. No new signings, really. It's just kind of a lot of the same names you'd be wanting to pull in from draft. It's just factoring in, obviously, Van Dyke and Gomez coming back. They might be eased in, but obviously still very strong first contenders. But the, um, the main fantasy outlet points, though the main... F- Outlet for fantasy points from Liverpool still remain as Salah, Mane, Trent, and, well, maybe Robbo. We'll see how injured he is. And VVD, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, yeah and probably Jota as well. Yeah. yeah, Jota's an interesting one. But, yeah, okay, I, let's... I think he's a good rotation one. He, he would get enough minutes like we saw last season. Let's talk about the Premier League title defenders. Manchester City. Mm. Yeah. Form, Miles, run us through. Really, like really good besides the, the blip against Leicester that we mentioned. Um, you know, 2-0 against Preston, 4-0 against Mount Barnsley, 4-1 against Blackpool. Um, easy games. Easy games. Yeah, very easy. Yeah, easy games, but you've got to look at it in the in the sense of they still got to score the goals and most of the, the games in the Premier League are pretty easy for them. You know, at least 10 of those games, are, are, I mean, they're not a walk in the park like Preston and Barnsley and Blackpool, but 
they almost are. Especially well, we do when see score lines work. like that in the prem, like in, in exactly a you know. So and they don't have their full. Yeah, the big thing for them is how many players haven't done anything preseason, like played. So Jesus, Sterling, Laporte, Stones, Edison, Walker, no preseason essentially. Yeah, um, mm. and then Jackie Grealish has just come in, just got his first minutes in the Community Shield. Yeah, he so played. Can I just? Yeah, he played. He played. He didn't have a have a super good game either. Can I? Can I just throw something out there? Like a hundred mil for Grealish. I know he's a great player, and I'm not going to take that away from him. But like a hundred mil, I'm I'm not really convinced that he's worth that much. Uh, he is a good player. Like, I, I, he's me, a great player and he's English, but sorry to cut you off. But, you know, he scores like last season, I think it was like seven goals, 10 assists. And there were I a mean, lot of injury minutes there, mate. Like he was injured for a lot of that season and he's also playing for Villa and he was the only player. Like, mm-hmm. really, I know that we did see blips of form from, you know, Trezeguet and. Um, El Ghazi, El Ghazi, but and Watkins, he, yeah, he was the sole focus in that team. Like he was being targeted by every defender whenever he played, and he still got that result. If he's in a team like City, he's not going to be that. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to be the sole threat. Which means, but a hundred mil, mate, that's the market. Like he's, he's also player, t- he's also twenty six too. So he has years on him. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, man. It's so inflated. Like, you know, even the number being thrown around for Lukaku is crazy. It's like what, 112 euros, 112 million. Dude, euros. I've heard 135. Oh, like that's for 20. He's what 28 something, 29. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I think I it's like different with strikers though. Just for like a midfielder, and I know that you got to put on probably like 10, 20 percent because he's English. But, I mean, I just think 100 mil. Look, I'm just not fully sold. I'd, I'd still be considering drafting him. Don't get me wrong. I'm just oh, how I'm could very you surprised. That's the question that as price. well. Like 100 mil to City. I, yes, it's a decent number, but it's City. That doesn't give guarantees to playing time to me. Yeah. Why are they spending 100 mil on a midfielder when they've got like four or five pretty similar-ish players when they need a striker? Like... How are they not going to – okay, I know that Grealish isn't really like that that winger that they've got plenty of, but, you know, like they've got a lot of midfielders. Um, yeah, it is know, a weird decision when they've just got one striker now. And they haven't nailed down Kane. Think, and, but I think the complexity of Kane's situation, it must have just opened up to jump on Jackie Boy. But it seems like Pep wants yeah. Bernardo Silva out, so they're going to probably lose him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, where does where does Jack fit in at, at City? That's the big question. Like, whose spot is he taking? Man, well, he normally plays on the lefts, and that's where Sterling plays, so I don't know. Like, um, and $100 million, that's a lot of money, but also it's City. They could pay that much and not even play. Well, we know how much they've spent on defenders and just chuck them out the door the next season. So Exactly. So <laughs> I wouldn't be looking at his price tag and, Saying anything is guaranteed. What what round did have a good what, Euros? What, how many rounds in do you think he goes? Like he goes no further than third round for sure. Yeah. Like I, I don't care if that's. I mean, this is in our league, but 
I don't think he gets past that. I think everyone sees those dollars spent on him and they could be making the right decision, but... Yeah, I think when you weigh up as well, it's it's easy to forget when you start talking rounds. Like when you're in the draft and you're like, oh, we're round three, and you start looking at who's left on your list, you're like, holy shit, I've ticked off so many names. Yeah. Like you take like 14 players out of that list, you're like, wow, we're now... It shows you how much there is just cream at the top of the yeah. big given and then everything else just starts becoming grey and muddled in together. And I think, yeah. That's where is, the good work's done. It is. That is where the good work's done. But you start seeing that drop off and that's where, yeah, he rises to the best of the rest if he's not gone early. So For sure. No further than three in our, our seven-man league. Um, well, I think talk, people will jump talk, on him in round two, to be honest. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, first. I, just to round out City, do you guys know much about this Adozi guy? Because he's got three goals. Is is he just a bit more of a fringe player? I actually don't know too much about him. Yeah, I've never uh, heard of him. Me personally, no, I've never heard of him. Um, you know, he's young. He's an 18-year-old. So he's probably just kind of playing in preseason, getting some minutes under his belt. But he's, you know... He's nothing, nothing really to worry about fantasy wise. No one's going to draft him. Mm. Um, he's mm. just he's going to be one of those players that's benefiting from playing for Manchester City in preseason, with everyone missing. Yeah, for sure. They've got so many yeah. people missing. He's just played a couple minutes, and they got a pretty big. They got a good result against uh, Barnsley, which I can see he got a goal there. You know, he has played in quite a lot of the games, but. As we said, there are six or so players of their starting lineup that ha- haven't even kicked the ball. So I think yeah, that's uh, going to change. Not going to change there. All right, Manchester United, the other side of Manchester. The yeah, evil the side? I don't even know side. which is the evil side now. The I just feel like you just call all of Manchester evil. The side with the biggest signing of the season, Tommy. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Good one, Tito. Good one. Yeah, voice. I've, I've found some time out of my day to, to do this pod with you from my training. Thank you. We feel honoured. Uh, let's talk about their form. Um, United have won 2-1 against Derby County. Uh, they lost 4-2 to Queen's Park Rangers. Um, Queen's Park Rangers is getting a few mentions here. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then they lo- they drew two all to Brentford, which mm-hmm. seems like maybe they could have done better. Uh, and then uh, won four nil against Everton. So yes, they're warming into the season. They've gone from yeah, yeah, <laughs> working uh, their way through. It's they don't really have like a you know consistent form players. Uh, Fernandez is on a score sheet here. He played in the Euros, not super deep, but. You know, yeah, he scored a nice. It was a free kick. I don't. Do you guys see it against no, Everton? Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. It was a juicy free kick, but juicy. Yeah, um, that town. And then I, I, for me, from that, I watched the highlights. Um, I think today or yesterday. Um, Maguire's header, absolutely, yeah, bullet boss from slab yeah. head, slabby, um, yeah. and that slabby. Was, yeah, and that was a Luke Shaw. Um, cross in if I remember correctly yeah, and corner. I think um, you know obviously Man United attackers are going to be pretty high up in the draft list you know you've got Fernandez 
I got doubts over Rashford. He's having a little bit of a surgery at the moment. Um, and then obviously the new boy, Jaden Sancho, um, he's full of prospect, but he's, you know, it's not proven in the premier, which is such a high debate, but their defense, their defense is something really to look at. I mean, yeah. Luke Shaw, I think he's really come out of, you know, out of himself and he's been, he's playing, playing the best football that he's ever played. Um, and then Maguire, even though I've never really fully rated him, he gets goals and they keep clean sheets. So you can't yeah. take that away from him. I think you're right. United are definitely worth looking at, especially with Varane coming in there. No, mm, they've signed yeah. him for a reason, um, and they've been pretty vulnerable in defense. And you know, I I just have this feeling that defensively they're going to look pretty damn good, and mm. they've definitely got some great attacking options now. Um, well, they've always had them, but they've got a new one in Sancho. Um, so I think United are going to be a really good team this year. I don't like saying it, but there's just an intelligence to their signings. Um, yeah, that's exactly perfectly put. Very intelligent, great, great transfer market this, this season for them. Better than most. Yeah. Like they've just been a bit shit for a while in the transfer market and they've got a lot of players. But if you look at the starting lineup on paper, you go, fuck, that's going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, and I think that also yeah. plays nicely into fantasy. It's one of those teams where you're like, yes, there's lots of options. It's not just oh, not one or two players. I think, yeah, yeah, there's so many. Like, We don't know what's going to happen with Martial, but Cavani was a good for a, you know, a second or third striker last year off and on. You know, Sancho, Greenwood, Fernandez is that three behind, um, well, and then yeah, the whole back line which we spoke about. And you're missing you're missing Rashi there. Well, yeah, I'm just factoring in him not he's being injured. But I bit, think but... I don't know how long he'll be out for. Like I reckon four weeks, five weeks. That's my guess. Don't I haven't looked at anything. I'm just saying well, five weeks. Yeah, I think it's shoulder as well, which is um, more promising than the leg. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but um, yeah, like that just throws in another thing. Like there's so many options that you can play with and get your someone in your squad from one of those areas. Greenwood's had a little bit of form. He's got a goal here. Okay, that's all he's got. But he's played a lot of minutes too. He's played minutes and if Rashford's out, Greenwood's in. So for me, if you've got like you're down to the last picks of the draft, because I, I just don't think Greenwood's going to go that early. Maybe he, Maybe he will, but... Sancho, Rashford, they're going to take those minutes from him this mm. season. Like, yes, he's going to come on and he's a great impact player as a substitute, but he's not going to be a consistent starter. If he does go late in your draft, he's worth picking up just based on the fact that he's going to play until Rashford's back. Yeah, 100%. So, And then even when, when Rashford comes back, sorry to cut you off, but even when Rashford comes back, you could pretty much just play him, and as you said, he's a great impact player. If he doesn't come on, then you're just going to get your first sub. But if he comes on when teams are a bit tired, he might even you know blag you a assist or a goal. So, you know, Greenwood's not not too far away from being some sort of option in a draft. I agree. Okay, Newcastle United. Yeah, yeah. Um, they lost 1-0 to York City. They won 3-1 against Doncaster. Drew one with Roth- Rotherham. 
that's how you say it. Two nil against Burton Albion. Well, there's a name from the old days. Um, lost one nil to Burnley and then beat Norwich three nil. Uh, yeah, a couple of goals across the board for some of the boys. Um, Fraser with one goal, three assists. Uh, that stands out for me. They're the three assists, which is nice. Gale with two, Murphy one goal, one assist. Wilson one goal, one assist. Look, I have to say, um, they've just signed Joe Wilcock, and I know that he hasn't um, had a lot of minutes for them, but I think that he is, you know, definitely an option um, in in the Newcastle attacking as well as Wilson. I mean, hundred percent, man. I jumped on him last year, and he paid off for me. I, 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 I think he's got some potential there. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the standouts there. Uh, they've got a very, very fast attack with um, Almiron and uh, Willock. Uh, yeah, there's there's some serious speed there. Um, so if, it depends how he decides to set them up, but maybe as a counter-attacking team. And I'm forgetting St. Maximum, another fast, fast mm. player. So they could be oh, quite yeah, a good true. counter-attacking team. This season, um, yeah, I just don't think one to look out for is Fraser. I think he's a name from the past. I'm not. He's got some decent form in preseason, but I don't think he's uh, going to have the season that his preseason dictates with a goal. Yeah, it's it's just one to watch. Eh? I think if he keeps fit, I I think he was injured a lot of last season after he made his move from Bournemouth. But if he stays fit and him and Callum get together again, um, they definitely are lethal to producing goals. But defensively, Newcastle are just one to stay away from. I, uh, I'm, I'm not too sold on their defence. I haven't been for many years. No, Wilson, Wilson is going to be, you know, the main the main pick for that team really. And Willock is yeah. the interesting outsider. Um, but yeah, we, we saw that there was a serious lack of finishing um, from that team last year. So I think we should move on um, to another team that we won't spend much time on Norwich city. Norwich. Yeah. Um, I'll so, go through the form here. Norwich won three, yeah. one against Kings Lynn town. Never heard of them. Ooh. Um, then 1-0 against Lincoln City, uh, 2-0 against Huddersfield, 5-0 against Gillingham, and they lost 3-0 to Newcastle United. So great form against shit teams. Um, and then they came up against one of the Prem teams and got pooped on. Um, and you've got to assume that a lot of those Norwich players weren't doing anything over the, the break. So I'm sure they've had plenty of time in preseason. So you couldn't can't put it down to preseason too much. Uh, Newcastle, you know, have definitely bested them there. Mm. Uh, form players for them are a guy called Ida. I don't know much about. He's got four goals. Uh, Cantwell has four assists. Who's one we'll be looking at this season? Uh, and yeah, that's really it. There's a Dowell has two goals, one assist. Um, nothing from Pookie. Yeah. yeah, nothing from Pookie yet. Um, but just to kind of round out Norwich, um, they scored 75 goals, you know, last season in the championship. And they actually created the most shots and chances um, created from a prom- promoted team from the championship. So that's 
an interesting stat, but it is the championship, so we have to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but they have lost their their most creative player in um, Wendita, who's gone to Villa that we mentioned before. Sorry, who, so what's can they name? keep Wendita? Oh, there we go. We fixed, we fixed it. I think. Never mind, Miles. We're just, Wendita. Uh, well, I think we've got the name for him for the season now, Wendita. <laughs> Wendita. <laughs> Wendita. Um, and yeah. So and then just finally to 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 sum it up, this um Milo Rashika uh, R- Rashika Rashika is that how we're saying it? Yeah, sure. Um, I I quite like Rashika, but you know. Yeah, we me. did mention him briefly briefly last pod. He looks he looks interesting. Yeah, something to keep an eye on. I don't think it's a draft person, but you know if they get a good run of fixtures and he's got a bit of form, you could probably jump on him for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm not really enticed by anyone at Norwich. Uh, I just think they're going to be the first to be relegated again. From for me, uh, yeah, they're not super exciting. Um, mm. Yeah, that's my opinion. But yeah, agree. All right, next team. Let's talk about them. Southampton. Mm. I'm worried about this team. Yeah, I'm worried, man. I think they could go down. They could right. give us their form. Their form, they drew 1-0 with Fulham. They beat Cardiff City 4-0, beat Swansea 3-1, beat Levante 1-0, and then they lost 3-1 to Athletic Bilbao. So they've had decent form pre-season, but Mm. they've lost Ings. They have lost Ings. Um, Theo Walcott has rejoined their team after being away for how many years has it been? Yeah, because he was on loan, was he, he, last year when he joined for a bit? Um, yeah, the now is official, but man, I'm a bit worried about them. They were so up and down last season. Yeah, I I can't agree with you more. Um, I'm interested to know can Adams perform for the whole season because we we did see that he he got a bit of form um, at the right time when yeah. they've lost Danny Ings, but you know with all the pressure on him for this season. Um, can he kind of produce what he did have when he was that first choice uh, striker? So, look, I'm 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 as concerned as you, and I think it's a a fairly interesting call. Not interesting, but um, what, what am I trying to say? Like uh, p- potentially a good call that they they might be struggling at the bottom of the table. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think as well, we've got to obviously we've got those overall feeling, but we've got to see how it goes because so far they're they're winning some games, not all, not the most easy teams, which is good, you know, some championship teams. Um, yeah, you know, it's not some of the shit we've seen other teams play, and lots of, lots of goals. Adams two goals, two assists. Walcott with two goals, you know, spread ar- around the team. So I think we'll see, but I think yeah, your main guys obviously um, Adams up front. JWP for those set pieces and mm. maybe see how they rest go or maybe just squad fillers towards the back end of your draft if you're running out of options. Yeah, yeah, your fourth or fifth mid, maybe slot in a Walcott for, you know, just have a look, you know, if you've got yeah. space, if you're kind of... You get to that fifth, point where you're like... Board heavy. Yeah, they all look the same when you get towards your last mid pick. You're just like, pick one, I'll drop them later or fix it later, you, you know, so... Yeah, exactly. I, would, yeah. I wouldn't be prioritizing no, too hard. Mm. Yeah. Well, from from Southampton, let's move on to Tottenham because Ooh. I think we've got some big questions to ask. 
Yeah. Um, Whitey, why don't you take us through their preseason and then we'll go into a, a bit of form players. Yeah, sure. So they drew one all with Leighton Orient. Uh, they won 3-0 against Colchester United. Uh, they got a 3-1 win against MK Dons. Drew 2 well with Chelsea, as we discussed, and won 1-0 against Arsenal. Uh, yeah. Now, obviously, new manager, a lot of Kane chat. Um, but, wow, form players, son. Three goals, four assists. Kane has not been at the club. He's not been mm. back yet, basically. I don't think he's... Is he back in training? I, there was a delay. I think he's just to, coming uh, back now. Due to COVID Just coming back. They've uh, had a bit of a bit of a chat. Um, him and um, Nuno has have sat down and had a bit of a chat about what's happening. So... We don't know how that went. Um, I'm guessing that he's told him how he feels, but we'll have to wait and see what happens before the end of the week. But in the meantime, Sun has played mm. as an out-of-position player for the whole preseason, and, I mean, it's working pretty fucking well. Yeah. Like, he's got, yeah, three goals, four assists. Lucas Moore has three goals, two assists. Delhi's got two goals. Bergwijn's got a goal assist. Like... That for me, right there, is a starting lineup of attackers. If yeah, that's a good front game. four, like that, yeah. and that's that is still a good front four. I mean, you know, yeah, and we know Nuno likes to have solid and make his center holding midfielders quite solid. You know, he had Jalmatinho and Neves at Wolves, and I think he can like Hoiberg. We know how good he was for them last year. If he can turn Winks or you know, and Dombele, yeah. whoever sits next to him, like into a solid foundation it could give them that platform without Kane to go. And they have the potential to play the way that Nuno likes, which is that counter-attacking vibe. Um, that's yeah, a pace. Quick, that's a quick team there, like Sonny Boy at the head of it too. Yeah, Sun. Morris still got some legs in him. Um, Bergwijn's fast, so. Yeah, like those. And I just think that those four players are going to be the main ones on the radar until we find out about Kane. Now, whether we're going to find out about that before we draft on Friday night, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but I will have to mention a bit of transfer news as well. It's been kind of rumoured for the last week or two about um, Martinez. Um, They're looking to sign him and... Emmy Emmy Martinez, the goalkeeper. No, 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 no. So it's... um, Latoura. Latoura, yeah. So, but apparently... Um, with Lukaku being sold from Milan, that might not go ahead anymore. Uh, so Tottenham fans have called me today and they're fucking furious at this, <laughs> this whole thing because they they thought that they had, um, you know, obviously filled a little bit of a gap in, in ha- yeah. losing Harry Kane. Um, but there's still rumours that, like, Tammy Abraham might be going to Tottenham. Um, they will need to sign someone. Well, so Chelsea I think that's aren't... just... Chelsea definitely like to sign their good players to uh, close rival teams. That's what we do best. Yeah, Mate, yeah so I won't be people surprised. out the door. You just got them out the door. You're like, oh, okay, we've got too many it. guys. <laughs> Tammy at the head of that team is a pretty spicy option. Sure, sure you guys are running out of numbers in the squad kit numbers now. <laughs> yeah, we got to offload. We've offloaded a lot. Okay, let's move on from them. Um, I think worth mentioning is that uh, Nuno does have pretty solid defense. Um, in his previous tactics with uh, Wolves. I mean, that was yeah. obviously better mm. in the very first season. But, um, 
will be interesting to see if he's going to go for that counter-attacking style and play defensively, but they may be of high value uh, come this next season. Watford, That's speaking correct, of defense. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Miles, I've transitioned. I just saw a good one. I saw a segue and I took it. No, but, do it. Do it. Watford, Watford, Watford. These boys uh, sounded like all they did was defend last season in uh, the championship. Um, I'll quick, I'm not going to run through all their preseason games because there's one, two, games. three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them. I'll just run through the five most recent. They beat Brentford. Oh, they lost 3 1 to Brentford. They drew against Stevenage, 1 all. They lost 4 1 to Watford. Uh, they lost 4 1 to Arsenal. They beat Doncaster Rovers 4 0. So, one good result there. And they got beaten by Palace 3 1. I'm sorry, Miles. I'm sorry to your dad. I feel like Watford are going down this season. Really? I don't know. I'm interested. Maybe I've got a little bit of um, my dad goggles on, but I think they've sounded out their defense, which was a huge problem for them. They kept 23 clean sheets in the championship. And I've got to say like the championship is hard to keep clean sheets in because it, it is a little bit more open than the premier league. Um, they don't score a lot of goals, but I think what will keep them up is their defense. And basically they've, they've switched goalkeepers to Buckman. And I think that he's definitely like, I, I know he's not going to be as good as Martinez was last season, but I think that he would be a fantastic second choice goalkeeper if you can get your hands on him. I'd agree um, with that. Because just, just to look at numbers, just to round him up, he took over from Foster in January, I think, from memory. And so he had 23 starts and he kept 13 clean sheets. So that's pretty bloody good um, for only playing half the season. I was going to um, mention him as well, actually, because I was thinking of him in that uh, that bonus point system where ooh. it's very similar to Burnley and Aston Villa is slightly different, but similar to Aston Villa in that... Um, you know, they've got a solid defense, but he's still going to face a lot of action, um, especially in the Prem. And if he's a decent keeper, makes the saves and keeps some clean sheets, he's going to be getting the bonus. And I think you're exactly right there. He's um, he's definitely in a good position to be a second keeper. Um, mm. Yeah, I think someone's <laughs> going to benefit from him. For sure. And just to round out Watford, we won't spend too much time because there's not heaps there besides a bit of defence. But attacking potential, you know, Ismailia Saar, um, you know, 13 goals, 10 assists. They're pretty good numbers. Um, Can he kind of do that in the Premier League? You know, Harvard is still okay. Um, Jao Pedro and and Dini are are still options as well um, if you're getting a little bit desperate a bit later in the draft. Yeah. No, I yeah. agree with that. I think a Watford Watford defenders are going to be ones to keep an eye on um, if they're managing to keep clean sheets in the prem. Um, yeah, it could be could be an improvement. Okay, we got we got West Ham and Wolves left to go. Let's let's uh, round out this pod with West Ham and Wolves. Okay, Hito, we haven't heard from you in a while, mate. Tell us about West Ham's form. Oh yeah, well they've had quite a few games um, so far this off season, about seven games. Um, I'll just kind of go with most recent, just like you did as well, Whitey, just kind of highlighting some of them. But um, beating Northampton Town 2-1, Reading, they beat 3-0. They beat Celtic 6-2. 
Poor. They beat Brentford 1-0, and then they beat Atalanta 2-0. So Poor they're... Ange. Ange Postacoglu, Coburn. Yeah, I know. He's had a rough start. He hasn't had a good um, start there. But this team is looking good in their off-season. Like, they haven't faced many massive names, but there's a lot of goals and assists going around to lots of different names here. And if I look back over the other fixtures you didn't talk about, they're undefeated. There's two draws in there. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's only one game they didn't score a goal. Yeah. Like, it just looks like goals in this team, eh? Like, and you look at the form players, Ben Rama with two goals, three assists, Antonio, three goals, one assist, Bowen, two goals, two assists. Like, fuck, there's goals everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like they don't need Lingard, do they? They've got the goals. Man, I know. Do you hear he got COVID? He's he's out for a bit, isolating. Lingard? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens if he stays at, um, I don't know if he'll stay at United, but um, yeah, I think Ben Rama is a, a good one to shout out now. He looked quite good at stages last season. Wasn't enough to pick up, I think. He didn't convert mm. enough. He created a lot of chances, never came through, but who knows? I would like to keep an eye on him um, as we as we flesh out another season for him in the Prem. What about Antonio? I was thinking about this and, and you know, when we were talking about risk, um, he's a great player. Like, I feel like it's undisputed now. Uh, yes, he was oh, yeah. injured a lot last season. The season before that was his really, like, his breakout fantasy season where he was really good. Yeah. He was out of position that season. And I think there were question marks over whether he could kind of get the same haul. He didn't really. I was an owner of Antonio, if anyone was paying attention to this <laughs> pod last season, riding that fucking roller coaster. But every time he was fit, he scored. Yeah. And yeah. If he can stay fit, oh my God. Like, he's got to score goals. He just, he makes that team so good. Yeah. He's, he's a beast. He's got, some- he's a machine. He just he 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 gives assists. He scores goals. He really does it all. And I think West Ham as a whole is so much better. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about rumored Fords or anything for them. If they're planning on signing anyone as a backup, because I know that the only Ford that they got on their um, on their list of players is Antonio. So he's one of those locked in Fords as long as he can stay fit. You know. He, he's yeah, he's a great option for fantasy. Yeah, the only transfer news I've heard, I think that there's one other attacking player that they're looking at with um, Milankovic, but um, Zuma. It looks like Zuma might be going to West Ham. And yeah, that's been. I mean, I think that's been a bit tough. I, I'm not sure that will happen. No. Okay, I was hearing it for a while and it's gone a bit quiet now. Yes, yeah, something went a bit sour. Um, I think maybe it was in link with a Declan Rice transfer. Um, ah, okay. But I'm not really sure. I have a feeling that uh, Zuma might not have wanted to go. Yeah, right. That's interesting. I mean, who would want to leave Chelsea? Mate, he's got a Champions League trophy. Why would you want to? And I watched that too. If we're talking about Chelsea, if they switch to a back four to squeeze in more players, like that's a Zuma territory there. Oh, big time. Last step. Um, but just for another rumor for West Ham, it was just two days ago rumored that um, they might be looking at Origi from Liverpool. And I think Tammy oh, yeah, that's it. was thrown out there earlier. So Who? What was the second Tammy, name? Yeah, Sorry, Tammy. Tammy. Oh, Tammy, Tammy Abraham, yeah. yeah. Tammy's but been linked with a lot of clubs. But not eh? but not like the strongest um, sources. So 
Okay. But yeah. Grain of salt. Is that, All is right. that a bit of daily, daily mail stuff there, Hito? Or oh, the sun. Or the equivalent. I think it okay. was the Football Insider, whoever the hell that is. Never read Football Insider. So let's go to Wolverhampton Wanderers, Wolves. Spread out the W's. Let's do it. I know. Okay. Miles, form me up, baby. Well, as Tato mentioned about um, Southampton, I've actually got a bit of fears for Wolves. I think that they might have um, a bit of bit of trouble and they might be in the relegation battle come the end of the season. Um, I'm not really convinced that they've they've got it, especially with losing their manager. Obviously, question marks about Jimenez. Can he get the form that he has had for, you know, not last season, but the last couple of seasons before that? Um, I'm looking at their preseason and it hasn't been great. Uh, I don't think that they've they've won one game against Coventry and um, they're just a couple of draws and a few losses. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I'm not too sold on them. They, they have been really good fantasy prospects in the past, but their defense was good at that stage. Um, and Jimenez was on form. So, and you know, Neto's been quiet. I agree with you, man. With the change of manager, I don't feel as confident knowing what they're going to look like this year. No. Uh, yeah, I completely agree that, you know, they've, they've made some transfers in Jose Sar to fill in for, uh, Petruzio has gone to Roma. Um, they firmed up that signing for eight Nori. Um, mm. They signed Francisco Trincao from yeah. Barca, who did actually get a bit of minutes at Barcelona. So it could be an interesting um, addition. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Yerson Mosquera in defense. It's just a lot of question marks over them. And I think, as we we like to say on this pod, ones to watch for sure. Um, Jimenez is going to get drafted, no doubt. Like I don't think that can be ignored. He is no. some goal scoring pedigree, and, and forwards just disappear so quickly. Yeah, first you know a few big forwards go, and you start looking at the list, and you've got to fill them out somewhere. So he's going to go. And they've had some injuries too. Uh, I think it was. Oh my god. Who was it? Who's their fast little guy up the front? Oh, Neto. Neto, yeah, 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 yeah. He's been injured. So when he's back... That way he hasn't been playing. When he's back, he'll give them a bit more of an outlet up front. But their manager isn't super proven either. I think he got fired pretty quickly after winning like two games in the Portuguese league. So only winning two games. Um, So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. And even looking at just Podence now, who was good for a bit last year, he's he was expected back early this month, but he's not, you know, doesn't seem like he's been playing. So there were their threats, Jimenez, Nito, Podence. Um, yeah. Boys, I think we pretty much covered everything there in uh, in our, you know, our preseason form guide. I, we, we tried to con- uh, include all of our... Mids and defenders in there and goalkeepers in that chat. Uh, I think we did a pretty good job, to be honest. Uh, pretty good coverage yeah, of everyone. Think, yeah, we covered everything else that we were going to talk about after our preseason, and just during that pod, we just transferred everything into that one section. So yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed it because I think there were some really good, you know, stats in there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, this season's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the hardest ones to draft in a long time. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. But I'm excited. Uh, oh, I'm Bring so excited. Boys, this is it. I'm rearing and ready to go. Boys, I count down three days, 23 hours, 32 minutes, 35 seconds, 34 seconds. 33. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, boys, it's been a pleasure yet again. Uh, I'll catch you at the draft. And to the listeners, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Good luck in everyone's draft if you haven't had them yet. And also, just a quick little shout out. Um, we've been getting quite a few questions on people um, being offered trades and stuff like that after their early drafts. So please send them in and any advice that you want to do. We um, we discuss it as a group and give like a really balanced opinion on um, the advice that we give to you guys. So if you need anything, we're always here on our socials, FBL oh, Draft sure. Boys. And um, on the Twitter as well, I see Hito's been hitting hitting it up pretty big time. So don't be shy. Reach out. Yeah, we'd love to hear. We're here for you. We're here for you. We're here for you. <laughs> and on that note, we're leaving. So we're not here for you. Bye. 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 Draft boys.